0: Presented by ATT. Connecting changes everything. Hey, it's Doug
2: Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, Tireight.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Toyo Open Country AT3. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension? Just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, that's the way tire buying should be. Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show broadcast live every day from sunny Southern California and the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection. And over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Uh, we got a lot to get to, man. This is, this is fantastic. Um, I, I have some thoughts for you. I have some thoughts for you on Kyler Murray, the juxtaposition of Kyler Murray and Justin Herbert, two very talented quarterbacks and uh, the the difference in the two in post game. Granted, Justin Herbert's team won, Kyler Murray's team lost, but it's really interesting when you balance that versus Zach Wilson last week, right? I got some Tom Brady thoughts for you. Uh, boy, the Mike White thing, it's only week one, but the, the tribe feels like it's spoken. It feels like what happened in Washington uh, at quarterback is what's happening with the Jets. Uh, we'll get to that. Plus uh, some Deion Sanders news, some college football stuff. Did you guys see that uh, Zubac had 30 and 29? Crazy. And I got some, maybe some college hoop stuff. Maybe. I don't know. I got, there's so much to talk about because we haven't talked. Right, it's like when you—it was like Thanksgiving. Like, man, we haven't talked. What are you doing now? Where are you living? What are you doing? It's kind of where we are because I haven't talked to you guys since uh, Wednesday. Right, Thursday we, we were off for Thanksgiving, and then Friday I did Cowherd. I'm doing Cowherd. What the next two days? Is that right, Jay Stu? We're doing Cowherd together. That's
4: correct. Yep. All right, I'm doing Cowherd. Our together. own Dan Byer will be in uh, on this show for the next two days.
2: Well, this show will be better because of it, uh, and then we'll try and uh, we'll try and not talk about USC incessantly. On coward, that'll throw his audience for a complete loop. Uh, we'll get to the SC thing maybe maybe as well. Let, let's start with the the last thing. Sometimes is the most powerful thing. I understand that we don't want to overreact, but that was a really interesting game, right? Really interesting game because if you watch the game, you started to understand on many levels why the Packers made you think they could be good and why they're clearly not. Then Aaron Rodgers gets hurt. So the Eagles beat the Packers. They're up 13 nothing, and it looks like, uh, what 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 time does Yellowstone come on? Right. That's what it, that's what it felt like. Then they march back to, you know, to to tie the game. And late in the game, Aaron Rodgers get hit, gets hit, gets hurt. Here's Aaron Rodgers on his rib injury.
5: And it was in the first half and then got kind of re-aggravated in the third quarter. Just having a hard time breathing and rotating my upper body. So I was worried uh, about a punctured lung as well. So I want to get that checked out. You know, as long as I check out fine tomorrow, I'll uh, expect to play this weekend.
4: Oh, you think you might?
5: Yeah, as long as I check out okay tomorrow.
2: Here's Matt LaFleur when he was asked if he expects Aaron Rodgers to be out there next week
1: we gotta have more conversation before we even get into that. Um but no, I, I mean, as long as he's he's able to go, I expect him to be out there.
2: Jordan Love did come in, through a touchdown, pass, let him on a field goal drive. Here's the floor on Jordan Love.
1: I'm not shocked, to be honest with you, that he went out there and, and played well and showed great poise. Uh that we see it on a daily basis, you know, in practice and I know you know, people might not necessarily agree with that, but I see it every day. And um, I think he's a guy that continued to get better and better each and every day in practice.
2: Um, then there's Jalen Hurts, who, I mean, he played really well. He, he, I mean, now he, some of the throws he made were outstanding, but the he had 100 yards rushing in, in the first quarter. And a good portion of it, you're just sitting there going, how many missed tackles can the, I think they had 15 missed tackles, the Packers. And a lot of it is the Eagles. They get running downhill, and you get the third down. You know he's going to run. They have design runs, and there's not a lot you can do to stop him uh, because of how they spread you out. And it didn't feel like the Packers had a great plan for how to stop him nor the personnel to make the plays. But but here's Hurts being compared to, look at all these former athletic, running, throwing Eagle quarterbacks. Mike Vick, Randall Cunningham, Don McNabb.
5: It means everything. Um, you know, I have a great deal of respect for those guys, the guys that have come before me—Randall, uh, Mike, McNabb—and um, just just the way they played the game. I always talk about how I admire the way they played the game, and you know, to be thrusted into that category and different things—it's um, it's a blessing.
2: Here's Hertz uh, comparing his offense to your favorite steakhouse.
5: You know, for us as a football team, as an offense, it's like your favorite steakhouse, your favorite restaurant, five-star, bougie restaurants you like to go to. You know, you have your steak of the day, your selection of the day, the chef's selection.
2: Not really exactly sure that analogy. Do you guys, Jay Stu, do you understand that that analogy? I don't really, I didn't really get that. Does it mean that you have all the different steaks or all the different options, right? Like hand the ball to Sanders, I could keep it, throw it to A.J. Brown. It's like, what was he trying to say? Like, one's the flamingo, one's the New is. York Strip, yep. one's a Cowboy Ribeye? That's exactly what it is, Yep. Okay. I, 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 now I get it when I flesh it out, but I don't think it landed the way he intended. We just, we, we got it. Um, I mean, they just, that offensive line just mauled the Packers, and then, you know, you, between him and Sanders, you get those guys to the second level, and they make you miss. So here's my takeaways from yesterday's from last night's game. I don't think the Packers are that far away as Christian Watson continues to, to show why they took him as high as they did. Obviously, they're going to need a tight end um, and, and another wide receiver, but those, the running backs are both good. The line, not great, but considering the injuries they sustained, feels like it could be better. The defense is a mess. Um, and to people who are like, well, will they move on to Jordan Love? Have you looked at Aaron Rodgers' contract have you looked? He's owed $58 million guaranteed next season. The uh, dead cap number is $91 million. Okay, so they're not trading him. They're not cutting him. The only, the only thing is, is Aaron want to walk away from $60 million. That's it. And, and I don't get the sense that he does. I don't sense anybody would walk away from $60 million. It's $60 million, you're never gonna people like, well, he could go into broadcasting. He's not making 60, not making 50, 40, 30, maybe 20, like Amazon just threw, threw everything at him. But I don't think he wants to go out this way. Broken thumb and now potential broken rib. The other part to it is. I have, the, my only reason I have been against the long-term investment in a running quarterback. And you can tell me all the things you want about, why uh, don't you want to say running quarterback? Did you watch the game? Okay, somehow that's like a bad, That's like, uh, there's, I'm, I'm, I'm labeling him something. No, that's what he is. Tebow was a running quarterback, but he couldn't throw at all. Okay, Jalen Hurts can throw. And Jalen Hurts is getting better at progression reads. A beautiful touchdown, back shoulder throw. Like, he's not terrible. He's not Josh Allen. He's not Pat Mahomes. He's not, you know, pick pick the, the more pocket-centric passers. They can run as well. He is a running quarterback. And the question is, and this is an honest question, is can that style of offense, which has taken over college football and has taken over a, a bunch of teams in the NFL, can it win in the playoffs? One, can it win the playoffs? and Then two, can long-term, it can it win? People not figure it out. And can you stay healthy? That's the question. And the answer has been no and no to this point, in terms of can it win the playoffs and can you he stay healthy? It Kaepernick got, and Kaepernick did not run the complete zone read, but he got to the Super Bowl once, and then people seemed to figure him out. I don't know if they figured out Lamar or if it's the team or whatever, Boy, he was bad on Twitter. But what we've seen—the ceiling for Lamar—and again, you—we can talk about a bunch of different things. He hadn't gotten to—he hadn't gotten to a, a conference championship game yet. Jalen Hurts got to the playoffs last year. Granted, first four years a starter looked like didn't belong. Kyler Murray got to the playoffs again. I understand there were other didn't have New Hopkins. Blah 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 blah. That that style did not work in the playoffs. Now the difference is for the Eagles, and this is a big difference. They get the number one seed. Teams don't have a week or two weeks to prepare for what they do, which is very likely to be completely different from what they prepared for to, 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 to get to play in the Eagles on the road in the playoffs. And that's one of the reasons that oftentimes the Eagles have struggled in the second half is teams got to figure out what they, what they do and how they do it is different. Um, but the lack of ability to prep for them I think could make this time, this team, this style. Because the other things they do, they run the ball obviously exceptionally well, but they also pressure the, pressure the passer really well. And they get after you. Now, they couldn't; their special teams was a disaster last night. And their defense did show some holes as the Packers were able to move the ball up and down the field. It was turnovers that ultimately did Aaron Rodgers in. But my takeaways from last night are that a Jordan Love might be a little bit better than we thought, but he's still not going to supplant Aaron Rodgers next year because of that contract. And that I'm intrigued by Jalen Hurts and this team, and if they're the number one seed in the NFC, granted, they played a super soft schedule. But I'm intrigued to see if they can be the team that breaks through and can win with this style in the playoffs, which has... Outside, Kaepernick got to a Super Bowl, but that was, the whole team was dominant. But it was, again, it was before everybody had seen a team at this level go all in on the, the read option style. It was a decade ago. But outside of that, hasn't really won in the playoffs. Hasn't won in the playoffs.
6: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: terms and conditions apply you've put it off long enough it's time to replace your tires tire has the tires that'll elevate your drive touring tires for commuter comfort performance tires for sporty handling all-terrain tires for on and off-road adventure go to tire to get started not sure where to begin use the tire decision guide to get a personalized tire recommendation the right tires for how what and where you drive choose from a full line of pirelli tires Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirac.com sports to see the pirelli test results tire ratings and consumer reviews be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires at a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirac.com sports tireac.com, the way tire buying should be The new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick Six app, then pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick Six from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the DraftKings Pick Six app now and use the code DUG. New customers can play five bucks and get
4: terms at pick slash promos.
2: Um, this is weird, right? This is weird because, th- this is weird because, um, in, in all honesty, when you watch Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, it, it it's kind of a mess, right? They lost Tristan worse to injury. Brady hadn't been great, but there've been games, which he's been re- really good. Um, and I, here, here's Tom Brady discussing the loss.
5: They didn't, they made him, we didn't. That's ultimately what football comes down to. Someone's got to make them and someone's, you know, for every play that you give up on defense, they make an offense and vice versa. You know, they stop you on defense. You don't make a play on offense.
2: Well, What was weird about it was, okay, it's weird, is that the, the Tampa Buccaneers did, had three timeouts. They didn't use any of them. Until uh, fourth, uh, until late in the game, they they got the ball at their own twenty-five. Okay, got the ball at their own twenty-five, and Brady uh, has a one-yard completion. Okay, then he finds Julio Jones for twenty-six yards. Okay? But that th- because they mismanaged the clock and didn't call timeout. After the first catch, they didn't have time after the long reception. And Todd Bowles was asked, like, why didn't you call timeout? Here was his response.
0: Well, we said if we didn't get yards on the first down on the first play, uh, we wouldn't call timeout. We would probably let the clock run. If he saw something, he could throw it. But we didn't get any yards on the first play. We got one or two yards. We were shot, and we were backed up. So if we had to throw a pick, and the ball would have went the other way and had a kick to win the winning field goal. We felt better going into overtime, so I didn't do it.
5: But he threw the ball on second. He threw,
0: the ball he second. threw it on second down. He saw something. He got it in there. Then we called timeout. So could have easily went the, the other way. The same way, And
5: that's the same
0: reason That one could have been intercepted, right? <laughs> yeah, it could have been. It was, it was a risky throw, but he got it in there. You know, Tom's been making those throws. But we felt good going in there overtime, the way the defense was playing, and we thought we had it right there. So it's just a call we made.
2: Listen, I I actually understand this, okay? I I get it. You're like, and because the idea is like, we got the ball here, we get the clock running, okay? And worst case scenario, we play for overtime. But you have Tom Brady, so it feels like the rules are a little different, doesn't it? And remember, this is a Tampa team that's coming off of the momentum of playing in Germany and playing well. They got the Saints next week. You know, they still have the Panthers and the Falcons. And it feels like that's probably good. You know, like they could be below 500 to make the playoffs in that division. I mean, as much as Tampa has been an abject disaster in so many ways, in comparison to their preseason hopes, they're still sitting there in first place. And, you know, the Falcons are banged up. Carolina's on their third quarterback. Uh, grand, they won a game. And New Orleans just stinks. Right, They, they just stink. But what? Why? Why would you? You got Tom Brady. We, he might throw an interception. That's your response. Like you got three timeouts, right? First and second down, you absolutely throw the ball and call time. You know the inbounds a call timeout. And then on third down, if you're backed up, maybe then you run the football and you let the clock run down so that when you when you punt it, you know, or after third down, right? You you know you. You run the football, you keep it in bounds, then you punt it so there's no time left, or you make them you make them call a time but what? I, that, one's, that one's bizarre. I like Todd Bowles, he's a he's always been a tremendous defensive coach. But I I told you like what this this deal felt like to start the year. Brady missing time in camp. They've had some injuries. And as much as Bowles gets a relative pass for how bad they were in New York because his team, Mike McKagnon, was their GM. He was bad. They just they never had a roster and didn't have a quarterback. The fact is, and by the way, his quarterback's playing well in Seattle, and they go from winning last year to not winning this year. John Middlecoff joins us. NFL analyst, host of a 3Now podcast, joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. God, I got a myriad of things, but... Can can you explain Todd Bull's strategy there, end of regulation?
4: No. I mean, it makes no sense. But I, I think one thing we've learned is, one, clock management for the majority, even good coaches, is very hit or miss, let alone guys. Like, let, let's face it, you know, Bruce Arians had some issues with Tom. I mean, I, I would say overall his in his relatively shorter head coaching career because he got a job late, proven to be a really good head coach. Does it feel like the staff's a little, you know – not great. Todd's an excellent number two, yep. just like there are a lot of coaches. Dennis Allen's an excellent number two, but you get put in that spot, and it feels like you can get overwhelmed at stuff. And I know he's got an even keeled demeanor, but you know it's it's been a borderline. It's not all his fault. I mean, the offense is atrocious, but they are clearly a shell of themselves from what they've been the last couple of years.
2: I also think. I mean, this is this is my working hypothesis. I think he'll call the Super Bowl. And then during the Super Bowl, he'll announce that he wants to play one more year.
4: And you think he goes to another team, right? Yeah. What, what, what would that team be?
2: Well, I watched San Francisco play yesterday, and they won in spite of, not because of, their quarterback. And that, by the he way, get, I, want get, I want to credit Dan Byer. I want to credit Dan Byer. This was the Dan Byer planted the seed probably a month and a half ago, and I'm starting to buy in.
4: I definitely think it would be on the table. My only thing is yesterday the 49ers' right tackle was pretty terrible, and Jimmy was getting crushed. Jimmy at least can move a little bit, and obviously that's why they drafted Trey Lance, uh, who ironically got hurt moving. But I mean Brady really can't, and in yeah. that offense, and you see it with LeFleur, you see it—you got to be able to at least do the boot stuff, you know. And I—that is not—I mean God loves Tom's pliability and avocado ice cream, but he cannot move. Right. Okay. Speak, I mean, speaking
2: of speaking of moving quarterbacks, okay, I have I've only been against it because of the the ceiling, right? And the ceiling has been, you know, people figure out in the playoffs. No matter how good you are, you run that read option stuff. They get to the playoffs and and they're gonna, they're going to make you throw from the pocket. But Eagles are dominant up front, offensively and defensively, and it looks like they're going to get the number one overall seed, which gives you a buy, which means like. You don't have time to prep for a completely different style. You know, I mean, barring the playing the Cowboys who have seen him twice uh, and maybe the personnel of the Niners uh, can, can be, you know, Nick Bosa is just dominating teams right now. Uh, I just, I, I do wonder, can, can this be the guy and the team that breaks through in the playoffs playing that style?
4: I also think when you look at recent memory, right, the team that did it was the Ravens and their pass game outside was pretty crappy. The 49ers years ago, whose yeah, defense obviously it. carried him, they did, you know, Kaepernick could push the ball down the field because he had an explosive arm. Like, these guys, I mean, Devontae Smith is a stud, and obviously A.J. Brown is a man-child, and when Goddard comes back, I mean, their passing game, one, Jalen is really, really improved as a passer, and they, he is just comfortable throwing the ball outside the numbers. The other thing I saw, uh, Jason Kelsey, I get the Kelsey to center, yeah. Say that he thought in his career that Jalen throws one of the prettiest deep balls, and he's right. Like they are not afraid. Usually, the running teams just don't throw a lot of go routes. Like they will push the ball down the field, so it does keep you honest. And then, like we've talked about, I mean, I, I was way wrong on Jalen. I thought he was a running back, Me too. but it does speak. To he like, still kind of is I mean, run like a running back.
2: Well, I mean, he he is. I mean, he's an unbelievable, and they, it's the design runs, which are brilliant, right? But. But, again, like, this is and, – and, and they've basically stolen a lot of stuff that – Steichen stolen stuff they did at Oklahoma for him, right, with some of these design runs. But, man, it, it works. And then, you, to, then to he me, has – the guys have to, me, to tackle him in poten- space.
4: Yeah, their potential downfall is not going to be their offense. Their offensive line is loaded, quarterback's ball, and their, their team's stacked on offense. Defensively, they are getting run on pretty easily. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, Jordan Davis, I mean, they drafted him for a reason, right? He's supposed to be like a – I don't even know what it's called, like a Haloti Nod, just a versatile, freak athlete, enormous, like obviously he would add to it. But clearly, like, the 49ers don't exactly have Halodi Nod playing defensive tackle, and their linebackers make every tackle. So the linebacking play with the Eagles, I know they they feel good about it, but clearly it's not really working. And in the playoffs, a lot like the NBA, I think the game slows down a little bit. And ironically, this year in the NFL – it's been a lot less scoring, and it's been, even though the Sunday night, last night, wasn't. But for the most part, you don't have these 40 to 35 shootouts. It's a slower-paced game. Think about some of the teams that the Eagles, they're going to have, like you said, they're going to be at home, the one seed, which is an enormous advantage now because there's only one bye. But the Cowboys, multiple running backs, and will, in theory, should run the ball a lot. The 49ers, Kyle Shanahan could play a playoff game, and he has before, run it nonstop. And the Vikings, like... In a big game, ideally, you don't put it all on Cousins. And what do they have? Really good running backs. So that, to me, if they were to lose in the playoffs, I could see the, you know, one of those classic give up 170 yards on the ground, the time of possession favors the other team, maybe you have a turnover, and you lose a game even though you go, God, we had more talent than them. That, that to me, would be the downfall of the Eagles.
2: Um, there are many that are saying this is the last we're seeing of Aaron Rodgers. I look at that contract and I'm like, there's no, he ain't walking away from 58 million, and there's no trading that deal with the dead cap, 90 million of dead cap money. Um, but am, am I? Do you think he? Do you think he walks away from that money and retires? Yeah, I mean, I guess you can never
4: know. You know, he goes on one of those uh, forest trips with the ayahuasca and maybe goes screw it because he is one thing you would say even when the season ends, he's. He thought about it before he got this money, and he's super rich to begin with before even this contract came. He's done well off the field, obviously, as well as on the field. Uh, you know, I actually, my my brother plays golf at this club in Northern California and was there with a, another doctor was there having some drinks. And this guy's a doctor that works at Stanford and UC Davis, and he was buddies with the Packer doctor. And he started mentioning how they were texting a while back and said, Roger's thumb is really messed up. And I'm like, you know what? That makes a lot of sense for that thing we witnessed against Tennessee because he made passes in that game that we've never like. Aaron, those are layup passes for him. Then the story comes out, and usually when those stories come out, I would have pushed back, but I had heard it from just this doctor. Clearly his thumb's messed up. Now he's injured with the oblique, but like you said, you see the Russell Wilson and the Aaron Rodgers contract. Now, every team in the league would still rather have Aaron Rodgers He's still playing fine when he's healthy. But you are, when you sign these mega deals – This is not the NBA where the money gets leveled out equally and it's easy to trade. The dead cap, because it's like a credit card, you're kind of stuck. So unless he walks away, I guess he could ask for a trade. And there are kickers in a deal where the dead cap goes down. But it's still, even Matt Ryan, like his dead cap on the Atlanta Falcons this year was really high. So this notion that, like, Jordan Love could be their starter next year. Well, the only way is if he's cool with just quitting Because if he wants to play for the Green Bay Packers next year, he's going to play. Now, here's what it does is this is Jordan Love's third year. You have to decide on the fifth-year option. I think it would be somewhat of a tough decision if he had just never played because that option is based on your position. It gets really expensive. Now, at least, if he can build off – it's hard for me to overreact to last night. Came in, team was down, hit a route that – you know. I mean, Watson did the majority of that. But it was a positive development. I do think, ideally, Roger sits out the rest of the year. You get four or five games, I guess a little more than that, right, five games, and you get to see what this guy has, and then you feel comfortable picking up the fifth-year option, and you just figure it out in two years what you do, less about maybe next year. Because this, this is an all-time season from hell, right? Yep. Back-to-back MVPs, 39 wins in the last three years. He's been the one seed multiple times. Roger's in the peak of his powers. All of a sudden, now you look up, he's injured, out, and you're 4-8. That's <laughs> That's, that'd be like the equivalent of the Warriors. I, get, I know they won the championship and the Packers didn't, but just missed the playoffs this year. Like, we're the Lakers. You'd be like, what? It's, it's pretty wild to
2: watch. Um, let, let's go to the Chargers. And last week, uh, Manuel Acho said he was a social media quarterback, that, that Tua's better, but he doesn't get, the, doesn't get the support. If Tua makes a mistake, if they lose, it's about Tua. Herbert gets all this acclaim. Uh, the Chargers took it as attack on him for being like he's not even on social media. I, what he really meant was he's a highlight guy. Whereas if you actually watch Tua's better, I, I haven't heard anybody that I know in the NFL believe that. Uh, you watched. Uh, you, you're not a big Brandon Staley guy, but you you do obviously watch the Chargers a lot. Where are you on Herbert? I mean, that's the dumbest thing I've
4: ever heard. Like, it, it not you don't even need to work in the NFL if you just watch football and watch that guy play. Every Cardinal fan, because I'm in Arizona now, I had that game on my second T V with the Niners. Obviously Kyler's struggling and pretty overrated, but I mean the difference of the two quarterbacks in that game, I mean, come on. Just watch the guy play. If you're if you're over like thirty five years old and you've been watching football, his physical attributes, what he's doing, his statistics this year, and just I mean, just watch the guy play. The other thing is you gotta factor in who he's been playing with. For a large portion of this year, he is playing with guys. Unless you're really digging in, you don't know who they are. And then you give him Keenan Allen back, and what does he do? Throw three touchdowns and the game-winning touchdown and the game-winning you know, two-point play, which I give the coaching staff credit that was a really good call. Guy was wide open. Of course, the Cardinals missed. I mean, if you ask Mike McDaniel, Chris Greer, and definitely the owner, if they would trade straight up right now, if they had a redo, would they take Justin Herbert? I mean, come on. I, they wouldn't hesitate, and, they, yes. and I'll, clearly they wouldn't, they they like wouldn't to. have to
2: discuss, They wouldn't have to discuss in the room. No. What and do you think's even, behind? Honestly, like this is what I'm asking. What do you think's behind Acho's take? Like, why would he have that energy towards Herbert?
4: I don't know. Sometimes you got to throw a curveball. I guess in, in that job. I mean, it's, there are some that I also think, that, and I'm guilty of this too, who are hesitant to kind of give him his due for his stats. Yep. Now, if he goes on to keep playing like this and what's coming up, he's got San Francisco this week, best defense in the league. Pretty sure he still plays at New England, at Buffalo. If he just rolls out and throws 38 touchdowns, five picks, and they win the division, i I, I still take Herbert, but I, I will give him his due as a really, really they, good
2: they player. They also play the Chargers, too. They also play the Chargers, too, so we'll get to see on the on the same field, indoors, but outdoors in Buffalo and outdoors in New England. And this is, this is
4: the, a big week for Tua. I mean, he if he thing. throws three or four touchdowns against the Forty Nine er defense. I mean, well, he got that'd be he also he got
2: he got hit and bent up again. Where he just that guy falls bad. Oh, it's like man, he's a bad faller. He just look. <laughs> I mean, like dude, crumple. And go go into the fetal position instead of falling for falling like like that. Okay, Kyler, uh, he called out the schematics of an interception, <laughs> of an arm punt interception. But I watched the game and he missed. Anything deep he missed on? He was not accurate down the field. Um, from a scout's eye, what do you see with Kyler in terms of how much it's him and how much it's the scheme? Well, to me,
4: what's crazy is his coach, who I, I'm not a big fan of either, I'm just not big on that offense, was his biggest proponent this offseason when he hadn't been paid. To me, there was like, that guy was pounding the table, we need to get this done, we need to get this done. And clearly this year, they have not, it doesn't feel like Kyler likes him. I can't. It feels like Cliff is like whatever, but it feels like Kyler does not like him. To me, the scheme like gets you layup throws, and Kyler turns the ball over. I mean, period, point blank, end of story. Like turns the ball over. Now he makes when he turns it into backyard football, which is why he was such a great player in college. He's so fast. No matter even if the defensive linemen, who are now most of them, you know, are quick in the NFL, can't catch him. He could make great plays. But when it's just like three or five steps. I guess they're in the shotgun a lot, but like, you know, give the wide receivers whatever to get into their given route on that given play. Timing and rhythm is not really his thing, right? He has a good arm and it looks good coming out of his hands, but you watch a guy who was kind of hung his hat on being a remarkable talent, right? Huge arm, big speed, accurate. He's not an accurate player. Now, beside Hopkins. One thing Cliff is really big on is smaller wide receivers. Yeah, I mean, he George Guy's small. Hollywood yeah. small. Rondale Moore small. And I like all those guys independently. Like, I would take R- them Right, on but when, when you're not,
2: it's like, like, look what the Ravens do. The Ravens know they have a guy who's not that accurate. So they have gigantic Load tight, tight now, Right Now they want big wide receivers. They got rid of Hollywood for Sammy Watkins, who's not as good, but much bigger.
4: I, I just wonder, like, obviously, Hackett and, you know, Cliff, they, they, who knows? They might not win another game. Uh do, who would want to coach given the contracts of Kyler and Russell? Like, Russell, kind of weird, clearly, just I think you'd have to bet, might never be good again. Kyler still has a lot of physical attributes. Like, he looked, to me, physically a lot better than he did. You know, his hamstring was hurt. Like, he looked good yesterday, I thought, just moving around and the ball coming out of his hand. So you'd go there's something to work with, like a, you know, kind of like a piece of clay. But he's clearly not the greatest guy. You know, people, people don't You know, just the way he said that after the game, it's like, come on, bro, just, just lie. We we all get it, but it's just coaches don't love that. What to you would be the more desirable job? I mean, money talks. So if any coaches gets offered ten plus million dollars a year, but I think both jobs. Honestly, i
2: i i think the Broncos would be. Um, got a good defense. You got a good defense. You have some pieces there, and you'd have to think that. That this is humbling towards Russell, whereas I don't think it's humbling towards Kyler. I think I think it's humbling towards Russell. That would be my thing, well, which yeah, would allow you, don't have to worry you to, about
4: like he, working hard.
2: He, whereas like we we got to go like we got to get back to running the football more and, and playing a little bit more conservatively and trying to, trying to make it work. He's John Middlecoff, three and out is the podcast. It's outstanding, John. Great catching up with you. Talk to you soon.
6: See you, Doug. Later. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at three p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific.
1: Call
2: 1-800-GAMBLER. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporting handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to tyrack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Firestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to tirerack.com/sports to see their Firestone test results, tire ratings and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's tirerack.com/sports tirerack.com. The way tire buying should be. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Let's get to a game.
5: Game time!
6: This is game time.
2: It's game time
6: on the Doug Gottlieb Show.
2: Dan Byer, what's the game today, my man? Doug, the game is
5: big deal, little deal, no deal. Now, I I was gonna ask what you thought of Brian Robinson's hat, um, but I think that's obviously got to be a big deal because it's a big hat.
2: Is a big hat yes
5: um so that did not matter I think it's
2: one cut. of those it's funny but like and it, it feels like something that people will buy as a goof right and then you're like that was I can't believe we actually did that <laughs> hey I was like do you get those at super lids you know like where like where, <laughs> where
5: well where can you get those oh I know everybody's going to NFL shop and I... Um, I don't think the NFL is probably happy about that. All right, let's uh, get to the real game.
2: What are you Be- talking about? If they can sell more merchandise? They'll do whatever. Yeah, exactly. Like, the, they, they rolled out those awful Cowboys throwback uniforms on Thanksgiving. Like, if you, yeah. if you think it's not about selling jerseys, then you're not paying, we're not paying attention. So, yeah, if they can sell hats, if they can, like, how else are they going to sell anything that is Commander's? My, my joke has
5: always been if they could get a sausage deal, then the uh, links on the first down marker would be sausages instead of uh, chain links. But uh, Johnsonville, heads up. Uh, that's for you, free of charge. Big deal, little deal, or no deal. That Broncos defensive lineman Mike Purcell yelled at Russell Wilson during yesterday's loss. That's a big deal.
2: It's, I mean, they're having all kinds of infighting and issues. That thing is A mess. A mess. Big
5: deal, little deal, or no deal. Uh, maybe yell
2: maybe, it's, maybe at him because he didn't yell he run or pass. That's why.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: pass! Big deal, it was a run. little deal. It was a
5: run, Russell. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's going to be one of those that you look back and you're going to be like, remember when Russell Wilson was doing that on the sidelines? Oh so good. Gosh, good so. recall. Uh, big deal, little deal, or no deal. That Lamar Jackson's tweet last night uh, told someone to shut the bleep <clears throat> up and to uh, blank a blank, I guess is the best way
2: to put it uh you you can hear it in its entirety i'm gonna have jay Stu read it in the podcast okay uh that's a big deal because lamar jackson what are you doing like the first the the guy's like a non is like just a fan there's a ravens fan who's just randomly tweeting hey we shouldn't spend 250 million dollars on 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 lamar jackson like all right like whatever he's just a fan he doesn't matter you made it matter, and, uh, you know, clearly you're defensive about it. Like, what are you doing? Uh, that was bizarre.
5: Portugal's just taking a 2-0 lead on Uruguay in their match. I love uh, the
2: fact that you are committed to the American pronunciation, right? Like, some guys come on and go, Uruguay, Uruguay, <laughs> yeah. Portugal, I,
5: I, I it's, uh, it's funny you say that because I do that at home, and it annoys my wife. Yes, I try not does. to make any, like— like I, I say, Oo-o-o-o. you know, like I try not to say anything, it's just all vowels and it annoys her. So uh, big deal, little deal or no deal, Doug, that Michigan took it to Ohio State for the second straight
2: year. Big deal. One, one time it you're like, ah, you know, we weren't that great this year. Last year, their defense was bad, right? Last year, like, all right, Ohio State's defense. Now we'll bring in Jim Knowles, making the highest paid D coordinator in, in the sport or in, in the league or whatever. No problem. We're good. And they came in your house and they smashed you. Right And slow start, machine got it going, and there was no panic there. That's a big deal. Big
5: deal, little deal, or no deal. That Matt Rule is the new head coach at Nebraska, while Luke Fickle left Cincinnati for the Wisconsin job.
2: Uh, (sighs) Feels like a big deal, right? Like, Rule's the second straight, home run higher, he can rebuild it. So I'd just be interested to see if, if he can. The Fickle one, I understand it. But boy, that's that's weird to leave what became a Big Twelve job for a Big Ten job. Um, I think it's. I mean, I think it's going to be hard for. It's probably hard for him to win Cincinnati. Even. But those are big deals. Those are two guys that won a lot of football games uh, in college to get those opportunities.
5: And finally, Doug, big deal, little deal, or no deal? That Houston is number one in college basketball for the first time since 1983.
2: It's a it's a it's a big deal. It's a big deal because they're legit. They're they're nasty defensively. Um, Kelvin Sampson 2.0 has been really impressive. That's a big deal for you. Eight.
0: That's
6: game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show.
2: So a lot of people are full scale, full scale Mike White buyers. I'll give you some reasons this is an overreaction. Next on the Doug Gottlieb Show.
0: you'll have to share that's the powerful backing of american express terms apply learn more at americanexpresscom slash with amax
6: the wait is almost over
3: get ready for the 2024 nfl season as the full schedule is announced Bring it! every rivalry every rematch every rookie debut every game revealed the 2024 nfl schedule release presented by verizon coming in may